0: Hello, hello, welcome to day two. We are going to be going over discovering your talents and this is part of the Mastering Your Identity Challenge. So what I want to share with you today is all about helping you to identify your gifts, the gifts that you are meant to give to the world. And many people don't think that what they have to offer is great. Actually, you are knitted together exactly the way that you need to be able to show up in the world and to fulfill a role that only you can fill in the lives of the people around you. And so you have a huge responsibility. And so I really want to make sure that you understand that we don't get to just live life selfishly. If we want to be good and faithful servants, we need to be responsible for the gifts that God has given us. As we begin this today, I want to anchor this with a scripture of Matthew 25:21, and this is a very small little excerpt. I'm going to be talking about Matthew 25. I believe it's 14 through 30 is the story of the talents. I'm going to be referring to that to make some points, but this is the scripture that I wanted to anchor this with. Is His Lord was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with handling this small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities and that's matthew twenty five twenty one as I get into this, I'm sure that you have heard this story. I won't read it but you can certainly go and read it. Like I said, it's Matthew 25, 14 through 30. But it is where Jesus is sharing a parable and he often taught in parables to talk about stories, to help people to understand very complex things. And so it is complex when we think about us really understanding our talents and the responsibilities that we're supposed to be holding in this world. It isn't an easy concept. And the reason why I know this is because so many adults are confused about why they're here and what they're supposed to be doing. And tomorrow we're going to be talking about how come that is. Like why do we struggle to simply be who we were created to be? So what I want to share with you is just a synopsis of this story in case you're not familiar with it. But basically in this parable there is a master and he's going away. And he tell he gives particular amounts of money to three different servants and so to one he gives two talents I believe it was and to another he gives 10 and another 30. I might be wrong on the amounts it doesn't really matter but basically one of them was given a a smaller amount one was given a larger amount and then some another one was given a very big amount and what he said was I want you to care for these talents while I'm gone what happens is the servant that has given the least amount is afraid and so he goes and he buries his talents to keep them safe the the next one doubles the money and the other servant also goes and during the time that the master's away, he doubles the money hopefully I'm not messing this story up. (laughs) Yeah, it's such a good parable. But like I said, go read it for yourself. But I'm just trying to set the stage for what happens. So the most important thing to know is that the one servant who buried their talents, they did it because they were afraid. They were afraid and they didn't, they didn't really fully understand what the master's wishes was. The master didn't want them just to keep it safe and secure. It. They wanted them to go and make use of it. When he comes back, he tells the, the people that had doubled their earnings, thank you, good and faithful servant, because you have been responsible with this small amount, I'm gonna give you even more. And they'd actually been given a bigger amount. The reason why this is so important in today's day and age is because so often we are struggling and we feel the need to secure every single little bit that we do have responsibility over. And so I listened to a sermon the other day too, and it's actually really, really good. And I can try to put a link so that other people can listen to it. It's a series, but I've only listened to the first one. It's called Secure the Bag. And what he talks about is that when you have something that you value, but something makes you feel vulnerable about it, then you feel the need to secure it. So this is not just our money that is valuable to us, and most of us hold our money in way too much regard, and we, we take ownership of it, and we, we don't feel like we have enough to give, but what actually we are called to do is we are called to know and understand that that money that was given to those servants, the talents that were given to them to multiply, that was not theirs. It was never theirs to own. And just like you and I, the talents that we're given, they are not ours. They were given to us as a gift for us to then go out and multiply those gifts in the world. We're gonna be talking a little bit more about that, but hopefully that gives you a foundation of what we're basically where all this is coming from. Because what you need to know is that the gifts that you've been given, the money that you've been given, everything, every breath that you take, Your ability for your body to move, for you to be a healthy person, for you to be born in the United States or wherever you're born, to wherever it is. That was all a gift to you and it was all for a purpose. And so your talents that you have been given, your your powers, I like to call them, the things that what we're going to be talking about come so effortlessly to you, then they are only yours to be a steward of. They are not from you you did not make yourself powerful. You are not the one responsible for the gifts that you have. Those were given to you by God. And what your responsibility is, is to use those gifts and put them into the world, sow them as seeds into the world so that they can multiply. So your talents have been given to you, but they did not come from you. They came from God and they are not for you. They are not for making you get accolades. They are not for making you wealthy. Although those things can come because there's even a scripture that talks about how your gifts will bring you before the great. So it's okay. I'm not saying that we can't have accolades or we can't have money because that's not true. We absolutely can and I look forward to that. What I'm trying to tell you is that it's not about you. We need to remember that. So the next thing about your talents is that you are directed to go and multiply your talents. And so this is the problem that I see with so many people is first of all, and the reason why I talked first about like your design and now we're gonna be talking about your talents and in your homework, you're gonna be able to go through a worksheet and you're gonna be able to get clear on some of your talents because sometimes they come so naturally to you that you don't even identify them as strengths. Or powers that you have and so you will have a chance to go through that in your homework but the thing that I want you to know is that you are absolutely supposed to go and sow those you know share those out into the world that you cannot be like that servant who actually the part of the story I didn't tell you is that he told the people that multiplied them good and faithful servant and that he's so happy he's gonna give him more but that person that that hid them that was in fear he actually condemned him and he was angry at him. I want you to know that if you are afraid to shine, if you are afraid to to be special in the world, because you are special, if you're afraid and you don't think that about yourself, then you're actually in disobedience because you have a responsibility to bring out the gifts that God has given you to, to bring light to the world. And so if you're not doing that, then it's you being in disobedience. And I'm not saying that God is shaking his finger at you and mad at you, but basically I want you to know that that's not what he's called you to do. He's not called you to bury them and to live in fear and to secure them because it's vulnerable. Whatever he gives you, there is more of. Whatever he has given you, he's equipped you to be it in the world. And so we need to make sure that we know and accept that. So it's not acceptable to just bury what you have. And to live in fear with that. And be so afraid for people to see you. Be afraid for people to know what it is that you have to offer. And and I'm telling you this because I've been there. And tomorrow we're going to be breaking down like all the ways that we have been made vulnerable. And the ways that our soil has been contaminated so the seed of who you are cannot blossom. It is very important for you to know and fully understand it's not your fault. It's not your fault that you've been afraid. But now that you are being told the truth and now that you know, it is time for you to stop playing small. It is time for you to rise up. It is time for you to accept the truth that God has equipped you and given you everything that you need to be light to the world, to be good in the world, to make a difference, and you can do that. This is a really cool thing that comes out in that parable is that you will never be given more than what you're able to handle when he gave out the different talents he gave it according to where they were what they were capable of and so just because somebody might be capable of more right now maybe it's because they've earned the responsibility and there's this really cool quote that i heard on that secure the bag training and he said that your abilities the abilities that you have today come from the responsibilities that you had in the last season And so if you want to have more ability, if you want to be more successful, if you want more, then you need to be responsible with what you have today. And then more will be added onto you. But what happens is we are only being entrusted right now with maybe a small amount and we're not being responsible with the small amount that we've been given. What's so important for us to take up that responsibility and start being consistent with what it is that we need to do, with how we need to show up, how we're supposed to be serving. Cause it's all about service to other people. And so I love that, that your ability that you have now is from the responsibility that you held last season. You're never gonna be given more than you can handle. Every single thing that you're called to do, you're equipped to do and, and your ability is determined by the responsibility that you've shown. So if you don't have what you want, if you don't have the success that you want, if you don't have the life that you want, it's because you are somehow failing to take responsibility for what you've already been given. And I'm with you. I've done it. I've been there. I've struggled. I've asked, Lord, why? Why can't you just give me what I'm asking for? And now I know and understand that it's because I wasn't being responsible with what I had and he will give us more when we're ready for it, but we have to be responsible. So now I want you to know that you are the steward of your talents. Let's remember they're not from you. They didn't come from within you. They are what God gave to you to give the world, and you are the steward of those talents. So what are you doing to sow into the world, to give to them, to share, to uplift, to encourage? I don't know what your talents are. We're gonna discern that, but I just want to challenge you to start stepping out and giving to the world. And I wanna share with you, there is gonna be fear. There is going to be fear when you step out because you have vulnerabilities, because you value things in your life, you value your own self-esteem. And it's scary to step out where people might throw tomatoes at you or they might disagree. But we're not here to get people to agree with us. We are here to just be a beacon of light and hope to other people. And matter of fact, a lot of times people will come against us and it is said in the word that we are going to have adversaries and it's just going to happen but we need to make sure that our eyes are on the Lord that we are doing it for him and not for ourselves because that's when we back down when we're doing it for ourselves when it's all about us so I just want to share with you the differences between your talent zone and your human zone And so that also is like your skills and the things that you learn in this world. But I thought it was kind of um, interesting when that kind of came out for me. So in your talent zone, first of all, you know that you're working in a gifting when it's effortless to you. Meaning it just comes naturally. You don't even think anything about it. Matter of fact, people will maybe constantly tell you, you're so good at that. You're so good at that. You don't even see it because it comes so simple to you. You're like, isn't everybody good at this? And so you may not realize it. What is effortless for you? What is so easy, it comes so easy to you, other people tell you all the time, you're so good at that. And you may still not be able to really accept it because they're hidden from us. Our talents are hidden from us a lot of times. But if you know it, I would love for you to go ahead and share it. The other thing is when you're working in a talent zone, it's really, really easy for you to stay focused. It's it's like it draws you in, you want to do it. Get, time passes by without you recognizing recognizing it and so it's very easy for you to focus unlike what we're going to be talking about when you're in your human zone of something then it's very easy to get distracted of course what I'm really really good at is relationships and encouraging that is some of my giftings that come really effortless for me is building relationship my husband he, he would a lot of times he would say it's so crazy to me that you can sit down next to somebody that I've known for years and in five minutes you know more about them than I have known in the five years that I've known them but it's because I am very curious I really care I ask questions and I have God's just knitted me together in a way that makes people feel comfortable and so we know that is just the beauty of when we're standing in our gifts the next thing about when you're in a talent is that you have so much stamina you can do it for so long so much more than you can do other things when you are working in a talent zone in a power zone you just have so much stamina and the reason why is because it energizes you to do it instead of depleting you when you're doing things in your human zone you're going to feel very depleted I love to write trainings, and I love to give and encourage, and it definitely can make me feel tired, but when I'm doing it, I don't want to stop. But then sometimes, once I've been doing it for a while, so I'm sure that happens to you when you're using your voice particularly, or your training, it exhausts you physically. But... Mentally, I wanna keep going. You know, It's very exhilarating and exciting when you're working in your talent zone. The next thing is, is that it's very exciting. And so when somebody is working within a zone of power, their voice will uplift. You can hear right now, my voice is like excited and I have like a different kind of a tone and that's because this is my power zone. Like teaching other people about who they are and encouraging them to embrace who they are. I love this stuff. It gets me very, very excited. And another thing that when you're working in your talent zone, you're going to feel relaxed. It's not, it's going to, again, that effortlessness, it's going to feel like relaxed and it's going to come naturally. It's not going to make you feel like you have to force it. It's just a very in flow kind of a feeling. And then the last part of working in a talent zone is that you're going to feel very satisfied doing it. And so it will not feel, when you're working in your on zone, the, one of the things that I say here is it's gonna feel like drudgery when you're doing something that's not in your talent zone. Now this is the thing that I wanna, disclaimer here, we have to do things that aren't in our talent zones. We have to build skills, and particularly if you're in business and you're building something, you are going to be called to do and wear different hats that you're not equipped and strong in, you're not talented at for a time, for a season, But eventually you will be able to hire other people or things will shift and change and you can get more honed in. And that's what you should be trying to hone in more and more and more on the things that you're really, really good at so that... You can really make a huge impact in the world. So that is something else that honestly, um, spiritually speaking, what happens is we get very, very distracted and getting caught up in doing the things that we were never called to do. And isn't that the perfect way for the enemy to keep us from being powerful for God in this world? And so we have to be aware of that. Sometimes things are just distractions that you need to take responsibility for your talents and make sure that you are focusing on them and not getting distracted over here where you're not supposed to be. I can tell you for me, for many, many years, I was so confused about who I was, first of all, but I had went to school originally for fashion Coordinating which would have been a good fit for me, but they changed the program to business And then once I got into that business program was a lot of analytical stuff like accounting and programming and all of these Like very detail-oriented things that were not a good fit for me So then when I went to the military which was also not a good fit other story But then I went and got jobs and my experience was in these detail-oriented office jobs because that's what I went to school for unintentionally and so for 10 years 10 years from 18 to 28 I basically worked in jobs that weren't a good fit for me and I was miserable And it wasn't until I got into business for myself and started working around children that I really found something that was a good fit for me. And so maybe you've done that where you've went totally off the path and that was a great distraction for me to be off over there because I was not being powerful, I can tell you that. I was not being powerful in those positions. Just to finish it off, let's just make sure you are clear on what the human zone looks like. When you're working in just a skill zone, a learned zone, something that you must do, maybe something you're being distracted by, what it feels like is you feel determined. You feel so determined in this pushing energy. We talked about this in one of the other trainings about the difference between allowing and pushing. And so this determined feeling and this pushing energy, it makes you like, I got to just do this. I got to get it done. I'm pushing, pushing, pushing. And so that's a really good indicator. You're in a skill or your human zone rather than in your talent zone. The other one is that you're going to be easily distracted because you want to be distracted because you can't focus because you don't really care about what you're doing. You don't want to be doing what you're doing. And so it's very easy for you to get really all over the place instead of staying at the task at hand. And so the only way you're going to be able to get it done is to then push. And so you're going to have this distracted and pushing and distracted and pushing kind of a feeling. Have you ever been in a job like that? I know I have. And then I said already that when you're in your skill zone, your human zone, then it's very much like drudgery. Like you have zero motivation to do it. You don't feel excited to get up in the morning. You don't want to handle it. So whenever you're approaching something and you're feeling that kind of drudgery and that's different than resistance (laughs) because resistance can come when we're having some fear and it's something we're supposed to do, and there's a little resistance there to confuse us, but drudgery is just like, you just don't have any excitement about it, you don't want to do it. Also, it can be very depleting, you'll wanna take a nap after you do things that you're not supposed to be doing, and you will just, you'll feel like, uh, what is it, like your soul will feel weary when you're doing things that you're not supposed to do with your day and your life. You just won't have like enthusiasm and, you know, all the fruits of the spirit aren't there in those things that you're not supposed to be doing. And I, I really do believe that God gives us those things as indicators to help us to want to lean into the things that we're really good at. But what's so crazy is that in our human self, we tend to punish ourselves and do the very things that we're not supposed to be doing over and over and over. And so it's really interesting. The, those things will be boring to you. They'll be depleting. You won't want to do them. And you're going to feel tense when you're doing it. You're not going to feel good. I mean, like I said, it's going to feel heavy and it's going to feel awkward and, and it's going to feel empty. I want you just to start really thinking about when you're going about your day, the things that you're doing, just start noticing is this making me feel is this in an area of my talent is this in an area of skill do i have to do this is there a way to get around this can somebody else do this could i eventually pass it off to somebody else if not today you know to get really clear on those things because that is the way that we can really not have the impact that we need to have in this world is by being distracted by doing all the things that we should not be doing that are depleting us that are making us empty and sad and Feeling, you know, like, Bleh. And that is not the way that God wants us to feel. I really believe that God wants us to feel abundant. He wants us to feel happy and excited and to be light. And we can't do that if we are constantly being burdened down by doing the, those other things. But I want you to know that on the worksheet, it's all about identifying your talents. So I ask you all these different questions to try to help you. And I want you to know when you're doing that worksheet, If you are repeating yourself, good. Because that just means that it's showing up over and over and over. Don't try to be original on every single thought. Just let it come out and flow. Answer the question. If you have overlap and you have repetitiveness, then that's just going to be a good indicator to you that that is a talent for you. Please let me know if you have any questions if you need any support I'm, I'm here to help you the most important thing that we need to remember just as we leave here the most important thing is to remember that our talents and what we've been given is our responsibility and that we need to embrace them and we need to activate them in this world that that's what we're called to do it's part of our journey is to continually activate our strengths. I would love to hear from you and I so appreciate your time and showing up to let me pour into your life and I pray in the name of Jesus that it benefits you in some way today and going forward. And you guys have a blessed day and I'll be back tomorrow and we're gonna be talking about how we've been tricked. I hope that you'll show up and we'll see you there, bye.